and welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook. Red lights rolling. On the podcast again, here we go. How are we doing, Pete? All right? Oh, knackered, mate. Yeah. <laughs> soon be Christmas. It will soon be. That's oh, gonna, no, that's we can't gonna, say that. That's going to age this podcast, That's going to age the podcast, isn't it? Yeah. So this is coming out in January. Actually, I think probably this one ought to go out. Bef- yeah, I think this one ought to go out fairly soon, doesn't it? Because, hey, I've said soon be Christmas. Uh, probably people thinking, oh, soon be Christmas next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it will, it will. So we'll do it a bit tongue in cheek. Uh, the reason I say that is because Harry, who edits the podcast, is on holiday. I think he's he? in holiday in like Zimbabwe or Zambia or mm. somewhere pretty cool and hot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, he's he's away somewhere hot until Christmas. Oh wow! Uh, so yeah, he'll be editing this early January. So it'll soon be Christmas in twelve months' time. Yeah, there we yeah. go. We got that, uh, one, didn't we? But <laughs> in, in, actually, in context, I suppose about what we're going to talk about, and I haven't seen it doing the rounds so much recently. So um, does everybody remember, or does anybody anybody remember um, Network Rail and a recent advert? Well, advert is that the right word? I don't think that's the right word, is it? Well, it was meant to be, yeah, it was like an educational, educational video from Network Rail, wasn't it? Yes. um, Was absolutely horrific. Um, I think I've still got PTSD from watching it. No, I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't say that. Um. Well, I mean, it was bad though, wasn't it? But, But, you know, let's caveat this by saying anybody who does anything in the interest of road safety should be applauded to a degree, but... Yeah, so I think I think you know we. Um, I don't know. I don't really know sort of what to say really. Apart from I do apologise by the way for making light of the condition of PTSD as uh, as a for, as a sufferer. Um, it's probably something I shouldn't make light of, but nonetheless, um, I think the network rail ad was pretty horrific. I shared it on LinkedIn and um, it had no positive feedback for me on LinkedIn. Everyone tended to agree with the points that I made. But interestingly, on YouTube, I did look at the comments on the YouTube mm. video. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, they were largely very positive. I don't know oh, if Network Rail has bung some brown envelopes somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to get some positive yeah. feedback. But uh, yeah. essentially, oh, essentially, the whole... If you haven't watched it, go away and watch it and re-listen to the podcast. Uh, it is there, Network Rail, uh, Bridge Strikes video, uh, to be really specific. And um, it's kind of like, so how do we describe the video? It's about seven minutes long, I think, which is a bit long. I think it's seven minutes long. Um, I'm just going to check, fact check that whilst we're talking. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to I'm going to put some... Now, I'm going to spit the viewers here because I'm going to go back in time to my childhood and the public information film so for those of you who are not aware of this advert uh, or this 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 production from network rail um i remember back in the 70s um public information films and it was kind of like they're almost even then even in the context of the 70s they were they were very very um amateurish and childlike and i think i certainly remember one that's i can't remember that what it was about now but charlie says 
don't go with strangers, which is a great message, of course, and a very important message. But it was just done in such a sort of comedic fashion. But of course, it was aimed at children, uh, as were most of the public information. I remember, was it Nutty Bumpkins, the squirrel, helping us cross the road? you know, as children, showing us how to cross the road in a public information film. Uh, but this was aimed, it, it, this was along the same sort of vein uh, as being very childish and very amateurish, but aimed at fully grown and responsible and intelligent lorry drivers. So, and, and, it, and it, it was, it was almost done i mean maybe that was the intention i don't know maybe that was the intention of the filmmaker or the person that put this together that what it was to do it in a sort of um, 1970s public information film i don't think it was though i've got I'm, I'm trying to be kind to them um i don't think it was but pete's just just we're not we're gonna, are we gonna put, no i don't think we can we play an it no oh, we we no. can't but i am I don't think I can find it. Maybe they've pulled it. Which makes it very interesting if they have pulled it, Mike. I'm oh, just having based a, on the you negative. keep you keep talking a minute and I'm just I'm just keeping going. I here. would have thought if it's not straight away sort of there, it's gonna be have been pulled from their platform. I've just searched YouTube for Network Rail Bridge Strike video and all I can find is um uh like you know, like these, and they is there wise up, size up. Wise it's called up, wise size up, size up. Yeah, I'm just having a look on YouTube. It is still there. Two point six thousand views one month ago. Uh, it does last for oh, it's one minute fifty five. It just felt like seven. It just felt like seven minutes. <laughs> seven minutes of cringe. But so what's what you know what? Just see if you can describe. Um, you know what is so strange about it what i mean i've I've sort of set the scene that it's very 1970s public information film aimed at children crossing the road and stuff which is which is of course a very important subject but yeah so what is it that's it it looks like yeah yeah so it it reminds me of um like a wacky racers type it's like a 2d cartoon uh where it could be peppa pig it literally could be peppa pig or something and um you know, they it actually has a truck digging a hole underneath the road. Yes, of course that happens every day, doesn't it? We <laughs> quite often see that on the roads. Um, and it talks about um, that. So the thing, interestingly, it's even been written that that the issue, the issue that it raises, is that the drivers haven't written down what their height is. It doesn't say that they know the measurement of their height. It's that they haven't written, written it, it down, down, which I thought was quite interesting. But yeah, so as I watch it now, uh, they've just javelined, javelined a double-decker bus over the top of a bridge. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you've got that. Wilson's and Sons removals now that's, yeah, digging, digging a hole under the to bridge. Get, to get under, yeah. Yeah. I so. think, I think, I think the, the, the message... Of course, is that bridge strikes are still a big problem. They're they're on the increase. Um, We know that um, traffic commissioners take a very dim view. Well, I mean, society takes a very dim view of um, lorries or even buses uh, hitting uh, railway bridges. I don't think anybody's, you know, nobody's daft enough to realise that the consequences of a a bridge coming down and a train coming off of a bridge. I mean, the consequences are, you know, don't bear thinking about, do they really? So, the me- you know, the message is, 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 is definitely there, but it's just the way that it's communicated, I think, is, is yeah, you know, it's just a, a shock, isn't it? Yeah, I think, um, you know, 
how did it happen, I think is, you know, I think of this like group think, which sometimes happens in our industry around, particularly in like, I think when 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 we make videos and when we make promotional materials in, in what I class as like quite a technical industry, there's a chance of stuff getting dumbed down for people, yeah. I think, because you, it gets created by people who don't really one understand the language and the terminology they don't necessarily really understand somewhere in this somewhere in this the brief of humor and amusing got lost in translation yeah, definitely. i think uh with the video creation or the and uh, the what they called animators animators, animators. yeah and the animators and it just totally lost you know all um all levels of what it was. So clearly, the brief wasn't wasn't clear enough. Which, wasn't clear enough. Which makes which makes me think: Do we understand? You know, when the brief's not clear enough, does it mean that we don't understand the problem well enough? I think I think you've hit the nail so firmly on the head there, Pete. That yeah, we don't understand the problem well enough. Um, and you know, the other side of the coin, when when we you know on <laughs> we refer to this all the time, the court of Facebook. Uh, or the court of Twitter, social media, when a lorry hits a bridge, you know, even professional drivers will all just stand around, point at the driver and say, what an idiot. Uh, and, 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 there, and we'll laugh and we'll guffaw and we'll move on to the next one. And then the next time it happens, which is seemingly statistically only a few days later, we'll just stand and point at the driver and say, oh, what an idiot. Whereas what we're actually not doing is solving the problem at all. Uh, and we can try, you know, the, the, the other way, of, you know, I, I'm a big believer in not trying to punish people into compliance. You know, we, we, we just think that by putting big fines out there and by, you know, uh, the big bad traffic commissioner is going to come and take your HGV license away from you. Is that's that's not working? That even that approach isn't working. So I guess they've they've tried a different approach, but it's just not um, it's just not come across very well, is it? We've we've got a problem. It's and this is not the way to solve it. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're really proud to sponsor the Fleet Geeks podcast. Flagship Partners offer a range of consultancy and training services to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfil their work. If you're interested in support with any of our safety, HR or compliance services, or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver CPC training, give us a call today. But then again, neither is 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 uh, trying to punish people into it. Yeah. So interestingly, I shared an article from um, railadvent.co.uk into my health and safety network group, who are largely non-fleet professionals, and they are very much of, uh, you know, their ethos is around um, people don't come to work to do stupid things. Yeah. yeah uh, the yeah. environment creates stupid things. The environment. You know, creates there's there's it, yeah. no such thing. Essentially. There's no such thing as an unresourceful person, just an unresourceful state. So uh, they've got an interesting point of view on this stuff. So I shared this video, uh, this t- um, article where the driver had been fined and given a six-month driving ban for hitting a low bridge in his Mercedes Actros. And one of the colleagues uh, in there said, whatever happened to the hanging chains that used to pre-warn a driver of a low bridge approaching? We put all our drivers through falls training for low bridge strikes, but you see them roll their eyes when it's that subject again. With all the recorded bridge strike data, surely there is enough data available to get a better insight into why it's still happening. 
is it new drivers? Is it agency drivers? Is it drivers using Google Maps, car sat navs rather than more expensive truck versions? Or do traffic park planners have a part to play? I think it's all of those. If you were to, to apply, Sam Neal, who's one of our health and safety colleagues, control the risk method. So Sam Neal, who's one of my colleagues in the health and safety network, talks about controlling the risk rather than controlling the process, which we're very guilty of doing, I think, yeah. in the sector, where we yeah. control the process and not the actual risk. Uh, so control the risk method. Who is tasked with controlling the risk here? Is it just left to the driver or should the bridge owner be doing more if it's a foreseeable oh. risk? Oh. Like I said yes. earlier, where are the early warning chains? So back on Network Rail and other bridge owners are available. They own the bridges and yep. they don't want, you know, they believe that the problem is not theirs. It's the people who are hitting the bridges. But there, there, is, there is a foreseeable risk yes. involved with the bridge. Absolutely. And is there enough done with the foreseeable risk? Um, are we controlling the risk or are we controlling the process? Um, and essentially, you know, old thinking is not solving the problem. Uh, or what, what's the old uh, well, if Einstein all, If you quote? always do something like this, you'll get the same result. Yeah, yeah. If, you've always, result if you always do what you've always done, yeah. you'll always get what you've always got. Yeah. We all stand yeah. around guffaw at the driver say he's an idiot or she's an idiot, tell them, tell them the advice to the operator is sack the driver. The traffic commissioner says, oh, we're going to give them a 48-day ban from... Oh, and, you know, and, and uh, big fines. And and it's still not solving the problem. Yeah. And and there's people out there going, you want a bridge strike toolbox talk and you want a bridge strike policy and you want this and you want that. Um, and it's it's largely, you know, it's largely like the statistics aren't changing. no. Regardless of the communication, exactly. so something's the message isn't isn't home. And, and that cartoon doesn't really get it, does it? It doesn't really do it. No, uh, I, you know you can applaud people for trying maybe a different approach, and um, you know we we shouldn't ever be shy of trying something slightly different. But I don't think that's going to resonate well. It hasn't resonated well in the industry, um, as you say. LinkedIn's diff- slightly different, maybe from YouTube, but. Um, you know, it certainly hasn't resonated. You wouldn't, I wouldn't, would you be, I certainly wouldn't show that to a driver in a driver's seat. No, no, and ultimately, ultimately that, that is the thing, isn't it? So, the, you know, who who is going to share these resources? And, and when, when the DVSA create a video or when Network Rail create a video or the traffic commissioners create a document, they're relying on the industry professionals to share that information with people in the industry. Now, Ultimately, at some point, potentially, we could have been consulted to to actually give some advice on, yes. on what we thought would be uh, would would be useful. Um, and I, you know, like I say, I wouldn't I wouldn't be using that video. I wouldn't be using that video at all. Um, and uh, like you say, I'm sure I'm sure you won't be either. No, no, absolutely not. But what are you know what? What do we understand about bridge strike? I think I'd just go back to that. What do we know about bridge strikes? And do we understand we, we could with the data we have, I feel like we could have done a much more in-depth study into what is causing the bridge strikes. Yes. What what is it? What type of vehicle is it? What mm. driving experience? What what are the common factors? Yeah, are, uh, again, I mean we the interesting fact there is if a driver hits a bridge um, they're going to be in a whole heap of trouble um, and you know that may, that trouble may involve a criminal prosecution so therefore that's already skewed 
our investigation of, of why that's happened. Um, I, I always harp back to the airline industry. The airline industry has a far, far um, better uh, understanding of why airplanes keep falling out of the sky because there is a, a completely different um, approach, a completely different ethos in terms of safety. Uh, our first view as a driver and an operator, if a vehicle hits a bridge, our first thoughts go towards how do we damage limitation in, from our personal, from, from the driver's perspective, from the operator's perspective. It's all about damage limitation. It's not about trying to understand why it happened. I think that's probably the, 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 the crux of this matter. We're, we're quite happy to just stand around and point at the driver and say, what an idiot driver. Let's find them a lot more money. That will stop it happening in the future. And of course yeah, it hasn't. Absolutely. You know, I, I sort of, I'm, I'm just looking at the post now that I posted on LinkedIn and uh, one of my esteemed colleagues from the Silk Logistics and Safety Forum, Glenn, has made a comment on there. Um, Thanks for raising a few things Network Rail have got wrong here. The main one being the lack of engagement with the freight sector's communication and training community. Bridge strikes are a serious issue and the video lacks any serious learning points, which it doesn't. There's no actual learning points no. from the video. The driver's lapse or of judgment and the actual bridge strike is the final hole in the Swiss cheese, which is interesting. So there's no talk there about the Swiss cheese model, uh, which is something you learn in safety around. Um, essentially, there will always be uh, a risk that sort of slips through a gap in your system but ultimately if you have multiple safety systems then all of a sudden uh, you know the the, the the challenge gets blocked um, scheduling routing and method of navigation will help all help get to the root cause um, and we certainly won't be using this in toolbox talks I made a comment about properly measuring height and adjusting the indicator sign in the cab too um, and then the, the question back, causal, is this actually a causal factor identified in bridge strike investigations? Um, campaigns like this deal with the symptom and not the cause. Um, really, we need to have a study which is understanding causal factors of bridge strikes. Absolutely. Causal factors, it's a, it's a massive thing in the airline industry. It's never one cause. It's always several causal factors. And we're not addressing any of those. We're just looking at the end result, which is a lorry wedged under a bridge. Um, so yeah, we've got to come a long way in the industry to to get there, haven't we? But uh, and, and that video is just addressing, just addressing com comedy ways of preventing yeah. uh, you know high high vehicles from hitting bridges. The Victorians, they're to blame. Although the Victorians are amazing people, they gave us some brilliant engineering. It's just they didn't build the bridges quite quite right today. Yeah, they probably weren't yeah. expecting us to know. have four meter yeah. high vehicles, uh, were they? Ah, all. Although, having said that, and this is for another podcast completely, the reason why we have operator licensing today is due to rail operating companies and railway owners at the time being fearful of the uh, logistics by road sector. <coughs> but that's for a different day. That's for another oh, really? day. So maybe they built their bridges knowing full well that it would cause us a problem in years to come. I don't think so, but you <laughs> never know. They were clever old people, these Victorians. Fantastic. And do you know what? We've made a 20-minute podcast out of um, a two-minute video. Out of a two-minute video. There we go, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you all on the next we'll one. See you on the next one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.